Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. What a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. When with such better sound quality now. No, I wasn't recording till now. Oh, I just started recording. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Can you hear okay? I can hear okay. All righty. Um, whoops. Sorry, we're late. Whoopsies. <laughs> uh, my fault on a bunch of them, uh, but also just because like the last few days have been pretty nuts. Yeah, but actually, that's what I wanted to talk about too. Because I was looking, I was chilling here, waiting for us to start recording, and yeah. I jumped on Instagram, mm-hmm. and I saw that f- I saw that thirty six seconds ago you posted something. Yeah, and it's got forty likes. Wow. Nathan, that is a uh, math 1.1 likes per second. Wow. Well, you did post about your new EP. Congrats, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It I finally mean, dropped. I mean, I can't say anything in Chinese. I don't know why I thought I was going to say. Gong si for your yes, EP. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Oof. I haven't listened yet. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a long, speak Chinese. long few months, man. Um, but it's good. Um, my brain is, like, I've been saying for the past few weeks, my brain is like all over the place. Um, I don't know whether it translates into the podcast. You know why, dude? What? You need the focus that can only come by chopping bamboo by pressing square X square L1 X. Oh, are you talking about? You got to play Sushima, dude. The Ghost it, of Sushima. It soothes you and it excites you. You got to play the Ghost of Sushima. It's, it's waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Three people in this house have beat this game. See, okay, okay. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> you, like, I know the whole story. No, it's not so much like that. I have, I've, I've been very good at not really following what's going on when yeah. you guys are playing. It's just that for the last, I want to say, three months yeah, since you bought the game. <laughs> so for the last three months, this game has been like, like it just it constantly is happening in the living room. Yeah, and like I feel like I don't want to stretch that out. <laughs> like, you su- we suck the marrow out of the game. It's pretty much just like it's the only thing that has been seen in that living room for the last like. God knows how long. That's not true. Now they're watching Instant Hotel on Netflix. Did you know that in in Australia, people do Airbnb? Because now I do. <laughs> Thanks to in, Netflix's Instant Hotel. I, I, I don't follow any of that. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, give me a second. Let me just fix my sound real quick. I've been, I've been trying to adjust the sound of the show the last few weeks because I think it's not as... It, it it could be doing better. All right, we'll yeah. try. I mean, I I cannot notice a difference. Yeah. Well, it's it's imperceptible, but it makes me feel better. I think that's okay. I think that's the key thing. The fact that it makes you feel better. Yeah. Will make the podcast better. It's a thankless job, you know. No one's really going to notice. But I I do write ups. Come, you know. <laughs> I feel you, bro. Gosh. No, um, but yeah, how was how were your last few days? Because it's been pretty. It's been, I, it's it's been nuts. I've also been very busy. Yeah. Man, deadlines are hard. Mm-hmm. Like. 
Uh, I've been working on a, a video shoot for STB, the Singapore Tourism Board, out there for you. Is that why there's like a giant signboard of like the, the SG passion made oh, possible no. thing outside the house? <laughs> on the reverse of that is Rachel's face. Why? My girlfriend's face. She did a she did a play a while back, uh-huh. and they made posters and oh, put them on. So she got a copy. I don't right. know if I'm allowed to say that. I mean, maybe it's illegal, but yeah. That's that's so. Her this face. is one no. of it's one of the signs from the lampposts. Yes, that's the one. Right. Yeah. I've never ventured to take one of those. Like. Yeah, I don't think she. To be fair, I don't think she like ran up with a knife and cut it off. I think like they gave it. She knew back. someone. She she knew the 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 the, she the had an insider the pole person <laughs> the Polish person. No. Yeah. yeah. No. She got it from the play. They they gave it back to the 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 production. I guess they handed them out. So that's what that is. But no. But no. I'm shooting a video for. Uh, it, I I don't think you know her, right? This Indonesian influencer lady named uh, Marissa Nasution. Nope. She has 1.3 million followers on Instagram. Nathan. Damn. Yeah. So I'm following her around. She's trying to promote. Those tourism. are like the kind of people that like really treat it like work. Like that shit. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It's intense. I, she she's on it. Man. Big props to to like real real influencers. Yeah. <laughs> I think she was a VJ, like an MTV VJ. Right. Back in the day, uh, I think. But yeah, now she's a mom. She's a mother of two. She like does stuff, and so me and uh, my crew are following her around um, Singapore as she promotes tourism to the Indonesians when the borders open up. Right. Even though just three days ago, I believe Jakarta is going back on lockdown. So, right. what are you gonna do? I can't help but feel offended by this. Why aren't you doing this with me? I don't know. You didn't hire me. <laughs> but that's I want to okay. do. I want to do t- Singapore tourism videos for Indonesia. Apa kabar semua? Sekarang mau pergi. <laughs> Let's go jalan-jalan. <laughs> I feel like I'm actually very slowly learning Malay. Yeah? Uh, Bahasa. Because, because I have to do the subtitles, so they'll send me the script. Right. And I compare it to what I'm hearing, the English I'm hearing, and I'm like putting it in. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, oh. What, one time, like, I think she said, um, oh, this one girl said that. Uh, there, by the way, Nathan, did you know that the, the lady who holds the Guinness World Records for the most number of turtle things is in Singapore? Wow. 3,000 live and like not live turtles. That I, I feel I feel proud. Yeah, it's up there near Kranji. Wow. Anyway, she she said something like, "Oh, I've had this turtle since he was young." And then the subtitle they gave me said uh, something something aku, and I was like, "No, no, no." It's she didn't say since I was young. She said since he was young. So I corrected it. So very slowly corrected it to what to Dia. Oh, I had to ask what it was, but yeah, oh, okay, it's okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, awesome. yeah. Actually, like Bahasa Indo, and I'm guessing Malayu, mm, Malay. I, although I never learned it. Um, Bahasa Indonesia, it's a very pretty close. It's, it's yeah, it's 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 basic in the sense that the foundations are very easy to learn because one word can encompass quite a few things. Oh, that's good. Uh, uh, sorry, one word can. Uh, how do you put it? Like, only encompass one thing. Like, in the sense that the tenses are very forgiving. So, like. To say whether you're eating, ate, eaten, eat, it's always just makan. Yeah. So like in that sense, the, and I, that's what the example I always go to just because it's the simplest way to explain it. But that's what made it so easy to pick up, even though I never learned it like properly. I just kind of heard it around the house and picked up bahasa. Okay. Yeah. But like I'm hoping by the end of all this, like we can have a... Proper Bahasa conversation, make our handful of Indonesian listeners happy. Be so good, and we'll change the podcast to uh, g- something hebat. Bagus. What is hang? Um, oh, I don't know what hang is in Bahasa. Yeah. Um, Think about laundry. Laundry. 
nope. due to the it's, laundry. It's not coming to me. I just haven't. I used to speak Bahasa fairly often because I would go there for work and stuff and like have calls and work stuff in it, Indonesia. Is your Chinese better than Bahasa now? Oh, 100%. Oh, has it always been? It has more or less. Okay, like when I was growing up, it was kind of like the same standard. Right. Even though I was learning one in school and then the other one I was pretty much just listening to at home. But they were both pretty much the same standard. And then when I was working in Indo, my Indo was better than when I started working in, in, in China. Like, my Chinese is better. Mm, okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But, um, so, are you pretty much done with all that? Or is that like an oh, ongoing Oh, only halfway thing? through. It's like six episodes. <laughs> yeah, six episodes. I just find it funny that, like, they're promoting Singapore to a bunch of Indo tourists. And then it's like, hey, you know what we should push? Like a turtle farm. Like, I've never... What is that? Well, the idea is that, like... Okay, so uh, Marissa's niche is definitely, like, young families. So she, we're always going around with the daughter. So we're looking for family-friendly things. Right. So the first episode, which came out last week, was about um, Gardens so, by the Bay. So they're really legitimately trying to push, like, this turtle collection as a... Well, like, everything you can do in attraction. So what, episode... Two is Kranji. So we go to okay. Bollywood Veggies. We go to right. a goat farm. There's a goat farm. Do you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Darius. It's all there. It's all there. Yeah. Like, it's just blowing my mind because, like, my... And, and it might be a bit stereotypical, but my understanding of the standard Indonesian tourist that comes to Singapore mm-hmm. either comes here to get surgery, some kind of checkup, some kind of, like, medical thing. Are we the Korea of Southeast Asia? Or they go to, like, um, what you call it? Just, like, shop. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Like, I've, I, I don't know of any Indonesian tourists that end up going to Kranji to visit Bollywood veggies. That's because they don't know about it. Exactly. That's all going to so, change. Yeah, no, no. So, like, I'm, I'm happy that this is happening. Like, I'm hoping that, like, you're, you're, you're going to do some, bring some more Indonesians into this country. Hopefully. Lord I'm- knows we need them. Mm. <laughs> well, also, it's, I mean, the whole video is like hidden gems of Singapore. So that's the idea. Right. So, uh, yeah. What's another hidden gem that you've that we discovered? Come um, across? It's not really a hidden gem, but you, you know how dope the aquarium is? The SEA. Is yeah. it called the Sea Aquarium or the SEA Aquarium? SEA Aquarium. So it just, it's like the Southeast Asia Aquarium? I have no idea. I, yeah, I never really thought about it. What does it mean? I don't know. I should know this. I just did a video there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like what was cool is because we were shooting for S- on behalf of STB. Yeah. They let us in you when they were access. closed. Yeah, we were the only ones in there. Yeah. So like that um, open ocean thing, the, mm-hmm. the, the the super large window. Right. That's made, that makes it look like you're in the ocean. We had that whole space to ourselves. It was crazy. Wow. Did you cover Universal Studios? Uh, we didn't get to go inside. <laughs> <laughs> would have been so sad to go back in there, though. Oh, but like, kind of, kind of interesting. Like, kind of, I would be, I'd be curious to see. You used to work there, now you're promoting it. No, I would have loved to be in there. I would have been like, say hi to my old friends and stuff. But it's, it's sad because like all my friends are gone. Like literally, like Universal let go of so many people. Damn. Like, like I think the are perf- they are they open right now? They're open. They're okay. op- they alternate days with the Sea Aquarium. Uh, to limit the amount of people. Uh, okay, okay. I think, I don't know how many performers there were before, but I think there's less than 10 now in the whole park. Jeez. So it's crazy. It's a decimation. Ugh. Uh, but yeah. Tiring for the 10 of them. <laughs> yep. Well, not really, because they're not, like, all the shows are down. Okay. Like, anything that has, like, so an audience. Who, so who's going? And, like, if people going for rides. You can go for rides. Okay. The rides are open. Right. No singing. Mm. Um, I think there's costumes. Yeah, because singing, singing gives you COVID. Dude, that's the last frontier in Singapore. <laughs> You're not allowed to sing. So, yeah. Uh, I feel like a prisoner in this country right now. <laughs> um, but a the aquarium is fucking dope. I haven't been in a very long time. Mm-hmm. But the last time I went, it was 
just it was like a wall of fish. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like legit. Like I could just stay there f- for like hours. Yeah. and I fucking hate the ocean. I'm terrified of it. You're but, terrified of oh, the I'm ocean. Oh, I'm terrified of it. Like, we spoke. Have we spoken terrified. about this? I think I have a little bit. That you're terrified, terrified of the ocean. Okay, like, like so. Have you like? Do you ever go to the beach? Like okay, I do, and then I I can like stave off the terror for like minutes right. like i'll be in the ocean like this is lovely the the, like the waves deep. feel great uh everything the clear water is lovely and then like there's a shark that's gonna get me and then i run away right okay so it's it's sharks yeah just and sharks portuguese man of war that's it drowning okay in that order whales okay stingrays okay box jellyfish got any it. kind of jellyfish got it Large lobsters, uh-huh. small lobsters, right? Crabs. Wow, prawn. I'm surprised that my number one doesn't even crack your top twelve. Maybe I don't know it, or maybe I haven't thought about it. What's <laughs> yours? What's your number one fear in the ocean? Like the stonefish. What's that? Like the fucking fish that looks like a stone, but if you step on it, it stings you, and then you just go numb. Yep, that's top ten for me now too. That's the number one thing for me. Dude, because... if anything touches me in the water, I will freak out. <laughs> like the amount of times I've had seaweed, I'm like, oh god. Okay, like, I'm not the biggest fan of the ocean. Yeah. Like, I I would never seek it out. Not really. But I don't mind it. If my friends want to go to the beach, I don't mind it. I don't mind swimming in the ocean. I find it delightful at times. I, I'm just not a fan of the salt. Yeah. or uh, I'm not a fan of the salt entering any of my orifices. Yeah. I'm not a fan of, like... Because um, I, 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 I tend to live life quite dangerously. Sure. And... um. Because I because of that, I always generally have quite a few cuts on my body at any oh, one no. time. So the ocean always sucks because, like, yeah, when I'm in the ocean, it's just burning the multiple cuts I have exactly. around my body. And then me and Anakin, we got a couple things in common. I hate the sand. Mm-hmm. It, it does get everywhere. It does get everywhere. Of course. Yeah, that's why sucks. you got to shower before, like, after. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't like the personality of people, people at <laughs> beaches, too. <laughs> They're all like, look at us, we're at the beach. I'm like, that I don't is, give a shit. That is very, that's a sweeping statement if I've ever heard one. <laughs> okay, but I, I, I will say there is a certain type of person here in Singapore who loves going that to the beach? goes to the beach, especially if you go to beach clubs. Yeah. I'm, because, okay, here's, here's the thing. If you don't know Singapore, Singapore, we don't really have any like natural beaches. Not, not really. really. Like there's like some tiny, tiny ones in like next to a highway somewhere or something like that. Pretty much. But they're not like a, a good enough beach. The only beaches that would be good enough to kind of like uh, splay out, put all your stuff around, is like these beach clubs. These places where you have to book a table Gross. or find a spot. There are very, very few like proper, proper beaches where you can just like plop down yeah i'm a fan of that and like i've seen that overseas that. like in california it's yeah that i'm great. a fan of that's great yeah um or like um when i was in netherlands like the beaches there kind There's of blew a beach my in mind Netherlands. like it's a There's lake a good amount of beaches in netherlands like it's a lake no it's like a beach it's the ocean isn't holland landlocked are they yeah maybe i don't hey siri my is geography holland is... landlocked if it is, then I'm going to be very mind blown because I I stood on a beach. <laughs> like, I could have sworn there was an ocean and there was sand, unless it was just a big ass lake and like reclaimed land. I mean, it could be. Yeah, um, Scheveningen, Sh- Sh- Scheven. I can't remember. Fuck you too, bro. Scheven. Sh- oh. It's- it was called Schaffendingen Beach or something like that, and it was beautiful. It was like just it. It was so. Oh it- my bad. Holland is a huge coast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's big. Like it was. It was one of those. Oceans where it had a really deep um, 
shore. And a deep sand part. <laughs> um, so you mean like, it's wide? Okay, so like you know how in Singapore the beach is really maybe like, the the sand part of the beach is maybe yeah. only like fifteen steps. Oh, deep. like you get off the road, take fifteen steps, and you're in the ocean. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. In Holland, it's like a mile. Yeah, it's like just it goes on forever. So you just have these people setting up and everything, putting that's up cool. their, their hammocks and like their picnic mats and everything. There's something about that that's great, and the freedom of it in Singapore, the beaches are anything but free. No, like you kind of cramped. Yeah, and also like it sucks that like. The majority of the beaches are on an island called Sentosa where you have to pay to go in. Yeah. And like Sentosa is like the apple of places. Yeah. The moment you go inside there, you're kind of locked into their ecosystem. You know, I just realized this is why STB doesn't have you doing their videos. <laughs> 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 they, they had me doing them for they a while. Did, they did. Yeah, you have a pretty good relationship with the Singapore Tourism <laughs> Board. Uh, but no, I totally hear you. Like, Going to Sentosa, like I'm really, it's really soured me on like beaches in general because it's like it's not the best. Yeah, because my favorite, if, if I do enjoy anything on a beach, it's like the view. Yeah, and then in Sentosa, it's like look at all those tankers. Yeah, or, I know. I I really think that they missed an opportunity with Sentosa. They essentially made Sentosa like more Singapore. Mm. You know, it's essentially just more Singapore, but like there's just funner things to do there. It's I very guess. manicured. You know, yeah, it's like exactly. Very, yeah. Like, it's very much that. When, like, I think the whole idea of Sentosa that was very fascinating, like, the, the concept and the core ethos of, like, this island off of Singapore was that it was an escape. Like, how dope would it be if, like, Sentosa was modeled more after, like, Phuket or mm. Bali or something like that? Like, a place where it's just chill as fuck. Not nice parts of Bali, but, like, you know, the more remote parts of Bali. Sure. Um, but I think it's not possible just with how dense Singapore is. I guess. Is that what Ubin's like? I've never been to Ubin. Ubin is very much, well. It's 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 the the pendulum swings all the like to the very far end for that one. So that's like nothing is there. Like nothing, <laughs> yeah. nothing is there. Not really. Okay. You can make friends of the uncle that lives in the shack or something, and he can maybe cook you a meal every once in a while. <laughs> right. But like, it's definitely not the same kind of vibe. You know. Like, I don't know. I always thought Sentosa would have been cool if it felt more like a getaway. Like mm. a ve- like it just felt like a different kind of more zenned out, less corporate, less shiny and. Yeah, crazy light shows and fireworks and things. Well, hey man, you keep talking about what you want to do outside of music. You should. I should be the an island new director of yeah. Sentosa. No, like make your own island <laughs> or something. I feel like that's a that's a big jump in terms of the income needed to. Well, bro, people function. talk about people talk about Sentosa. People talk about hanging out at the East Coast Park. What's going on in the West Coast? There's got to be a beach on the West Coast. There is actually. It's great. It's uh, it's isn't it? Labrador Park is connected to the West Coast. Labrador Park, but that is there is no water access there. It's all yeah. shore, yeah, and people fishing, yeah, and rich condos, yeah. You can't go swimming there. Oh, until Nathan Hartona's Beach Club, ooh, twenty twenty five. That's the plan. But I hate the beach. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> open a beach club to people that fucking hate the beach. Yeah. Um. Speaking. Uh, hey, speaking of the beach and speaking of the ocean, what's up with that WAP? <laughs> what? What a terrible segue. I don't know. I just want to talk about WAP. What a crazy ass song that is. Like I've heard about it, but I've never really like given it a proper listen until like the past in like since like the past couple days. Yeah, John's about like a month behind pop culture. But you no, know, it's, it's I was fine. focused on BTS. <laughs> it was the it was the what, what was that song called? Summertime? No. Was uh, it Dynamite? Dynamite, there we go. It does feel like summertime though. Yeah. I listen to that song every day and I feel happy. WAP is a it's an interesting one. Um because it created a bunch of controversy in the news because they were saying that it's filthy and it's you know it's 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 immoral for girls to be singing like this. But 
Um, then the, the the argument back was that you know guys make music that is this filthy as well. Sure. Um, the part that I was confused about is like this not it's not the first time a song like this has come out. I mean, there's been tons of songs like, like this. Like Foxy Brown, but I mean this explicit. No, but I'm I... talking about just like even with Nicki Minaj. I don't oh. like a bunch of her songs like pretty much always this overtly sexual. I don't know. I don't really listen to much of her music. Okay, but uh, but I love the energy with it. Seven days a week. <laughs> I just like how she says, give me everything you got. Wet ass pussy. Make that pull up game week. I love it. It's great. It has, a, it has a beautiful energy to it. I don't love the music video. I don't really understand it beyond like their There's attempt. There's some hose, horse in this house, Nathan. Okay, that's another part I don't love. Yeah. I don't like it when a song has lyrics that like make me go like, can I sing this? <laughs> <laughs> um, you, but, you, but you feel comfortable singing... Uh, when I ride the dick, I'm going to spell my name. Ah. Oh, I didn't know about that one. My, yeah, my yeah, favorite yeah, yeah. lines in this were, um, uh, get a bucket and a mop for this yeah, wet-ass wet pussy. Yeah, yep, yep. Macaroni in a pot. Um, something about wet-ass pussy. Yeah. Um, what else is there? Um, my head game is fire, Punani Dasani. That's great. Oh, wow. That's fun. Um, but yeah, I, I, I have no issues with it. I was just, we were just letting our roommate, uh, flatmate, listen to it just now, and she she said... It was very vulgar. Yeah, it's quite. Yes. Quite. And she's Thai, so. <laughs> <laughs> is it a thing where, like, maybe females might find it vulgar? I don't know, because I find, I, I, for me, this is like, it, it doesn't feel like the bar has been lowered in terms of, like, what the standards of, you know. Because, mm. you know, for example, like, you, you think of these cultural touchstones of things that happen that kind of lower the bar. In terms of like, we just made society in terms worse. Of w- in, in, in terms of what is okay. Oh, got you. In terms of what it's okay. Because it used to be that if you even like showed a bit of ankle, that would be like scandalous. Yeah. Now Speaking of scandalous, that's exactly what I was talking about. You, the thong song? Like, yeah. I was like, whoa. Whoa. Risque. Baby, make your booty go. Oh, this person put the word hell in their song? Ooh. Ooh. That's, that's, that's frisky. That young man from Tennessee is moving his hips. Yeah. It used to be, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's there's a, there's a lot of that, but I never really understood it because it, it it maybe I'm a bit desensitized because like I listen to some filthy ass music. You're um, used to having whores in the house. I'm used to having whores. Like, have you not heard? Um, I've got bitches. Um, <laughs> nope. I know about having hoes in different area codes. Mm. I'm aware of that one. Yes. Ludicrous. Uh, yeah. I heard about a little Monica in my life, a little bit of Jessica. Do you think? Rad. Do you think? Do you think that lower, like, kind of like lowered the collective bar? Oh, because it was so bad. Like Mambo Number no. Five is just awful. Hey, like, no, it hurts. Really? To listen. It was legit. Like, okay, it was so huge. I maybe I have a feeling. It's because it came out when you were like a bit too old. Fifteen, when, yeah. See, ish, okay. yeah. when it came out at fifteen years old, you're like kind of like looking for cool music, yeah. like, like Lincoln Park. Yeah. And, I was listening to Lincoln Park at fifteen and uh, Cypress Hill and definitely not Cypress Hill. POD, a little bit of POD. Yeah, you know. And uh, which was POD and, and which one's Papa Roach? Papa Roach. <laughs> Papa Roach just cut my life into, into pieces. pieces. POD, POD is. is I feel oh, so alive. Yeah. Okay. Got for it. The very first time. Yep. Got it. Um, so glad to find BTS. I love that I can get everything from BTS. I want to listen to sad songs. I want to listen to aggressive songs. I want to listen to disco. I want to listen to 60s. It's all BTS. <laughs> my one-stop shop for music. It's great. This is one of my favorite songs. Uh. 
pour to the motherfucking dance floor. Motherfucking. motherfucking drinks. Whoa. They wet ass pussies. They big oh. fat asses in them big brown titties with them pepperoni nipples. Pepperoni, ew. Because I'm coming for you. I got bitches all hmm. on my dick and every day <laughs> sucking on my bowels, licking on my bowels. Never once heard of the song. Sticking in that booty, hold my bowels, my bowels, sucking on my bowels, bowels. Alright, genuine question, Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Genuine question. Yes. How many times in your career have you used an 808? I know we're making a little bit of a left turn here, but um, I feel times. like you have not used it enough. Probably, I feel like 808 should be in everything. I've, it's been in a few songs, but it's also like how you mix it. Tons of songs have 808s that don't mix it properly. Like with but, the BTS stuff, they mix it really of nicely. I just love 808. Okay, for those of you who are like super confused, 808 is the name of a drum machine, so it's like... Yeah, that shit's the, the shit, man. Yeah. Also, guess how many plays that song I just played you has? 17 million. 41. Oh, wow. Million. Who's that by? A2M. Never heard of it. It's, it's, heard of M2M. Yeah, A2M. It's a, it's a great song. And it's I, it's because like songs like this exist. It's kind of like, okay, wet-ass pussy. Okay. I mean, it's not... I mean, it said wet-ass pussy. Yeah. I mean, wet-ass pussy, nipples. sure. It's not like a clean song I would like let my kids listen to. Yeah, until they were ready. Until they were ready to hear about that wet-ass pussy. Until For they now, can, all they yeah. can hear about is the wet and gushy. Yeah. Which I find worse. It is infinitely worse. <laughs> Wet and gushy. It's so much more. I guess like it's them trolling them. Cause like, how fun would what it be? What else are you gonna say? Cause it's it's fun that like the censored version is much more visual. That is true. <laughs> they probably did that on purpose. But I mean, literally, what, let's let's try to think of what else the alternate like, lyrics are. Like the, the like the Mister Falcon Make of what this could be. Yeah, exactly. For the it's Monday to Friday snakes, right? This <laughs> wet ass, wet and mushy. Nope. It's worse. Worse. <laughs> Wet and splooshy. <laughs> no, that's also worse. I don't. There's think nothing. There's... there's nothing that's not bad. Yeah. Wet as. Nope. They got it. They got it with gushy. They got it right. Yeah. Everything you got. <laughs> I feel like we're meandering a lot this episode. <laughs> oh, you mean like it's a good hang episode? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> no, it's also because like. My brain is fried. Okay, so I guess I can talk about like the EP now. It's out. Surprise. Hey. We, we should actually talk about it. Yeah. This was all just... Uh, oh, first of all, welcome to Good Hang. Episode. <laughs> 136? I guess. I want to say 136. I want to say 137. Yeah, it is 137. Yeah. Oh, I'm John. That's Nathan. Mm-hmm. And, welcome uh, to our wet-ass podcast. Yes. And Oh, name of the title. Yes. But okay. I, I just released an EP. I've been working on it for the last few months. And um, now we're kind of gearing up to do a bunch of promo things for it, and I'm 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 just really what promo things like all Zoom? And Zoom? Well, I mean, pretty much you know, just like shooting videos to like promote it, right, right, like, right. All, like acoustic versions and acapella things and all kinds of weird marketing things, some TikToks. Oh, um, cool! Yeah, you know, just just trying to stay relevant. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> clinging on to that sweet sweet ride of relevancy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Like honestly, I, I there's a part of me that rejects that so much. I just want to like make stuff that I find fun and sure. put it out there. So right now, that's kind of what I'm focusing on. I don't really care if it gets the numbers. I'm not going to invest too much energy into like whether or not people talk about it or whatever. I feel like that's uh-huh. a good way to go insane real quick. Sure. So yeah, I'm pretty much just like trying to have fun doing all the promo stuff. Shooting a bunch of different things to you know. Just yeah, we get, shot some get stuff. The Are we allowed to talk there. about that? What stuff? We, you and I, shot some stuff. 
What's that? With a video? Oh, the acoustic thing? Yeah, okay. Oh, no, that's a different thing for it. Yeah. So, oh, that's a different thing. My bad. Yeah, so John and I recorded a acoustic video for um, Dig Deep. And we did it like a one take. Uh, no cuts, no nothing. Yeah, yeah. One take for everybody. So no do-overs for me, no do-overs for John, <laughs> no do-overs for the guitarist. Well, that's not true. We had multiple do-overs. Oh, yeah, but like in terms of like the take that we use. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, the take that we use is like we, we did not like cut anywhere we didn't like whatever it's it is what it is um and that's coming out uh probably like this weekend Ooh, exciting the weekend when you're listening to this i Ooh, believe exciting um so yeah enjoy that you won't have to dig too deep to find that one we'll we'll post about it oh we um that was a fun shoot by the way yeah it was, it was challenging but it was a good challenging yeah but aren't those the best ones like i feel like um what was the last thing we shot together the milo ad I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, it's always fun to like do something that's it's, that's like a little bit like... It's a little weird, a little out of your comfort zone. Yeah. I find it like I find it a lot more satisfying. And also, like, I can, st- I can step away from it and look at it obje- more objectively. Because mm-hmm. if it's something that I'm like overly familiar with, then like I just tend to like overanalyze it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like those small little intimate projects that, yeah, we yeah. a little bit of creative freedom was good. But I mean, and this is not going to appeal to anyone. But I loved shooting that video we did because um, it was cool to like really flex my new toys. Mm-hmm. Like I got a new camera and I got a new gimbal. I've never really because I've mostly done photography. I'm only now getting into videography, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, actually, the first time I shot the STB video, the first episode I shot with uh, my yeah. buddy Wyatt. Yeah. His camera is a little bit newer than mine, so he had like all this crazy autofocus eye tracking shit. And he has the gimbal, and then my my footage is gross. I'm trying to like auto like manual <laughs> focus with the shoulder with rig. With your I'm old like, Sony camera, yeah. I'm like I'm from the 1980s here, so like, like fucking got rid of that shit. Um, and now I have like a new Canon system, and I'm shout it out, shout it out, get that sponsorship. Give baby. me that money, Canon. I'm a Canon shooter. Yeah, um, yeah, it's so sick, dude. Like. Like, the eye focus thing blows me away because basically I'm, like, moving in and moving out nonstop, and there's just, on my screen, there's just a square over your eye, and it just keeps it in focus the whole time. Yeah. It's so cool. And then the gimbal, for those of you who don't know, is like, it's like an, a, a rig that makes it so you can move around, and it's not shaky. It's like and smooth. It's, it's very smooth. Um, not as smooth as I need it to be. Or, like, it was smoother than I could handle. <laughs> like, in other words, like, it was shaky because that's because of me. Uh, but I'm getting better at it, so it's fun. Mm. I love I think shooting it's just videos practice. so great. It's just yeah, practice. it's all about practice, to be honest. Like, I would imagine that shooting with a gimbal, it's, it's, you would almost have to like train the same way that you would with any other physical sport. I'm not even kidding, dude. Like In the days leading up to our shoot, I yeah. was like practicing that thing hours a day. I was just, yeah. you can ask the girls, I just had my camera on, I was just practicing. I'm like, oh, cool, there you are. Oop, I lost you. Oh, where's my camera going? Yeah, because like, sometimes those things can like kind of have a mind of their own, right? Like they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't set it up properly. Yeah. Because it's cool. It's that whole balance of like, it has freedom. Mm-hmm. Like it's not idiot proof. Like you yeah. have to know what you're doing. Yeah. But the results that you get are fucking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, when you guys uh, see the video, you'll agree. Yeah. Because like when yeah. I see all those like camera operators for like movies and TV and mm-hmm. all that, especially mm-hmm. ones with very like out of the box cinematography, like those guys are like athletes of their cameras. Mm-hmm. Like they can move around and like do like twirls and jumps and shit and be able to like move in 180 and. 360 just to follow the action. Yeah. And yeah. Like, like you, have you seen that video for La La Land where it's like Damien Chazelle is like, ta- like there's like a real like sequence where they're in the club and um, Ryan Gosling is playing the piano and then Emma, Emma Stone's like dancing and then like the the camera operator keeps like whip panning. Yeah. It's fucking intense. You haven't seen that video? It's so cool. 
You know what's weirder? I still haven't seen La La Land. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Like, I know it's one of those like, oh my God, you're a theater and music person eh. who has never seen La La Land and you also eh. like jazz music. Maybe that's why. It's like too... Eh. It's too jazz. It's just like, this seems too much like a thing that I would like. You know, I'm actually... <laughs> f- fuck you. Yeah, fuck you for knowing what nice. I like. Algorithm. Yeah, thanks a lot. Okay. Um, no, I want to give it a watch again because when I watched... I watched it in the movie theater and i think i think it was the theater that was fucked up the sound was bad yeah like one speaker was not working so when i watched it in the cinema was it with you all the land yes i thought you didn't watch a lot of land well okay i watched it in the theater (laughs) and i fell asleep after 20 minutes oh yeah so i said that wasn't with me yeah so i still haven't seen it um because the sound really the sound really turned me off i i I forgot which cinema i watched it it might have been plaza singapura but Mm. the sound turned me off like from the, from the first song i was like wow this sounds like kind of bad oh like yeah. there was no punch in the music oh there was yeah no, yeah like it just felt like they were all singing behind the screen yeah that's exactly the experience i had plus if they were if the character was standing in a specific part of the screen yeah um you just could literally couldn't hear him like you oh, know it's okay. like a 7.1 this was like a 6.1 like oh, one okay. of the speakers was just legit down i think right i'm not so sure I'd about like to that because I, I again i fell asleep for all of it. Um, the only song I caught was a bum 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 Yeah. Going to an audition. And I and I love Ryan Gosling's like. What a waste of a lovely night. Yeah, it's it's a fun soundtrack, but I still have not seen the movie. Yeah, maybe we'll watch it properly, or we'll watch Moonlight. They deserve, they deserve it. Moonlight was good. I haven't seen Moonlight movie. either. I yeah. missed a lot of Oscar movies that year. What else was it? I can't even remember. What, what is that? 2016? 2017? 12 Years a Slave. I watched that. It's a real bummer of a movie. I can't imagine it'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's, it's it's one of those like important educational movies. Sure. Like you watch it to like learn something that you didn't know before or didn't understand enough of. Right. Or to bum out your friends. Yeah. Or to make your friends less racist. Or just to follow the career of Brad Pitt. Like I just I love late late stage Brad Pitt. Brad like, Pitt's in twelve years is late? Yeah. Oh. He plays a white guy who's not racist. Wow. Right? Michael That's... Fassbender plays a white guy who's very racist. I feel like I was just about to say like, <laughs> I feel like he's played a lot of characters like that. That are not racist? That are racist. That are racist. Well Brad Pitt? Ma- Michael Fassbender. Yes. I mean Mike Nito is pretty specious. Mm-hmm. And I guess he hated, you know. Nazis, I don't know. but everyone hates Nazis. Wait, was Michael Fassbender in Glorious Bastards? Yes, and so was Brad Pitt. And Michael Fassbender was a Nazi, right? No, he was a British guy. Oh, why is he best scene Nazi in the in movie? Because he looks like a Nazi. Oh, because he played. Okay, <laughs> he was an undercover Nazi. Right. Yes. So he had the uniform. I want to watch that movie again. But his name was Archie. I want to watch that movie again. And also, I'm catching myself here because I'm, I really want to apologize to the listener. I feel like this episode is more meandering Come on. Usual. You know why <laughs> it's meandering? Because we don't have questions. We're not gearing up to questions. Uh, do we have questions? Unless we take old questions. Do we have questions? I don't know. Can I ask, Can you access it that far to Instagram? Uh, yes, we can. But like, do we... Like, do, do you feel like you need questions? I don't feel like I need questions. I like meandering episodes. Some people like us for our meanderousness. Like uh, I, I know, know for that. the I know for the meandering episodes, mm-hmm. they're a lot easier to listen to if you're kind of like doing a very mindless Hi. task. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, if you're doing a very like mindless task, I think they're a little easier to listen to in that way. But um, 
Nah. I, it, it causes me to space out very hard when, like, the hosts that I listen to start meandering the same way that we have. Oh, okay. Let's just, bring some focus to it then. Focus. Um, I believe in you. Come on. You can do it. What if it was 13 years? It's like... <laughs> Um, okay, so do, do you want to look at old questions? Is yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that. But I, I think we still think we have stuff to chat about. No, I feel like you haven't really got out. I feel like we, you know what this is? We're trying to talk about your EP. We always get sidetracked. <laughs> 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 so like, Nathan, what's your EP called? <laughs> that is true. Now that I'm noticing it, is that we, I feel like I haven't said anything about it, <laughs> even though it's how we started. So we started. Um, uh, and we tried to get in the middle there. Uh, okay, let's try again. Um, Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Good Hang. One thirty-seven. Oh, Nathan's got an EP. How about this? Let's play a game. Let's play. A, let's play. Okay. A, let's play a game to try and focus things up a little bit. Okay, that of course everyone notoriously knows that uh, knows that notoriously we get more focused when we play a game. <laughs> um, have you ever played Hey Fred Schneider? What? Hey Fred Schneider. No, what's that? It's a game where um, it's an improv game. So essentially, you clap in rhythm. Hey, Fred Schneider. What? Hey. Are you doing okay? Looking at popcorn while my pants are red, something like that. So you just do you say something in rhythm, and uh-huh. it can be whatever. And, and then, then the first have... person to not have a thing loses. Oh, okay. Ready? Okay. <laughs> do we both say the? Hey? We hey. both say yeah. Then then one person says the thing, and then we back and forth. The, the problem is the thing is going to get me is I don't know what it means to be in rhythm. So let's see. Hey, Fred Schneider, what, what are, are you, you doing? doing? I. Clearly out of rhythm. It just needs to fit within the space. (laughs) Got it. So like it can be wearing a shirt while I'm throwing a hat or eating pasta in the living room. Or you sound like that guy from the love shack. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't do it. I I know that. (laughs) Okay. 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 Fred Schneider. Okay, cool. So I'm going first too. Okay, good. One, two, three, and hey. Hey, Fred Fred Schneider. Schneider. What what are are you doing? doing? Washing. I don't know how to do it. Washing the dishes. Is that, is that was that in rhythm? Wow. I know. I'm. I'm freaked. Out. Okay. So I have a very specific thing where I am not musically. Okay. I'm not musically completely dumb. But when I'm in a room with someone who's a professional musician, I always no, freak out. But it's not music. Just say I know. A, just say a thing. Within the French Snyder thing, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like you posted a video today of like saying like uh, of singing out of key to the Beatles song, and I'm like, I don't even know, begin to understand what's happening. Yeah, I know it just sounds wrong. (laughs) So like you're like you just do it. I'm like I don't. I don't know. No, no, but it's like hey, it's like <laughs> yeah. So the same way you're saying "Hey, Fred Schneider" in complete rhythm, you just replace that with other words of things that you're doing. You know what's f- freaking f- fucking me up as well? What is that? It sounds like a cheerleading thing. Uh huh. So it's like, uh, hey, Fred Schneider. Hey, hey, Fred Schneider. Like, go the Bearcats. You the best sports team. <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> okay, so you want to try again? I'll, I'll start this. time. You start. Okay, it's not gonna help. Hey, hey Fred Schneider, Schneider, what are you doing? doing? Driving my car down a tunnel slope. Okay, then. Hey, hey Fred Schneider, Schneider what, what are you doing? doing? Taking my sister to the prom. Hey, Fred Schneider, Schneider, what are you doing? doing? My sister's dancing and I am at home. Hey, Fred Schneider, what, what are you doing? doing? Seeing what's on the Netflix show. <laughs> hey, Fred Schneider, what are you doing? Nothing is good. Let's go out to the park. 
Hey, Fred Schneider, what are you doing? Going to the park with my friend Jason Park. <laughs> hey, Fred Schneider, what are you doing? The park is really nice and the air is cool. Hey, Fred Schneider, what are you doing? The sty is so cool, it's wearing Ray-Bans. Hey, Fred Schneider, what are you doing? I, I have a Korean friend and he's also here. Hey, hey Fred <laughs> Hey, come on, that was too close to what I did. I think I win. No, I was expounding Jason your Park story. is clearly Korean. Yes. We all know. Okay, we're good. <laughs> that was a fun game. Okay, we're focused. I feel very focused. You want to try another rhythm-based game? How about we do Mind Meld? We haven't done that one in a while. Ooh. Remember the early days? Like, that, that was like single digit mind melding episodes. Okay. One, so, two, three, so say a thing. Yeah. And then we have to meet in the What's middle. in the middle. Yeah. Okay. So one, one two, two, three, three tower. Okay. Both just said things that are near us. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> okay. One, one, two, three, cape. Wood. Okay. One, two, three, forest. One, two, three, Canadian. Wood. Oh, I said wood again. I'm back. sorry. Man, yeah, Fuck. Fucked it up. You fucked it up. Okay. Fuck. Do another one. Let's do another one. We're good. Which I see something that's not in this room. Okay. okay. One, one, two, two three. three. Circular your light stand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Circular light stand and jellyfish. Uh, one, one, two, three. Bioluminescence. One, two, three. Ocean. fish. Okay. One, two, three, deep aquarium. sea. Okay. One, two, three, Singapore. Okay. One, two, three, Asia. Assholes. Okay. One, two, three, decosh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I didn't like where that went. Yeah, you know, you got to follow where the mind melt takes you. You got to follow it. That's the way that works. Okay, one last game. <laughs> <laughs> of mind meld? No, no, no. Okay, a um, different game. This just It's interesting that we see that, like, <laughs> you're good at the rhythm stuff. I got ideas coming out of my butthole. Um, let's play the minister's cat. What is the minister's cat? What are these games that I've never heard so of? So the minister's cat, it's pretty much just, um, you got to go alphabetically. So the minister's cat is an angry cat. The minister's cat is a b- boring cat. The minister's cat is a cheerful cat. And it's all so cats. on and so forth. Yeah. So it's like, also, the minister's cat is an A something cat. The minister's cat is a B something cat. The minister's cat is a C something cat. Get it? Yeah, kind of. But this is a dumb game. That's right. I said it. <laughs> but just... It's fun. Okay. okay, that's right. The that's challenge right. of it is that very few people can make it from A to Z. Okay, let's try. We can do it. Go slow. Okay. You start? I start. I'll start. The minister's cat is an angry cat. The minister's cat is a boring cat. The minister's cat is a caring cat. The minister's cat is a dumb cat. The minister's cat is an energetic cat. The minister's cat is a frantic cat. The minister's cat is a guy cat. The minister's cat is a human cat. The minister's cat is an ingenious cat. The minister's cat is a joyful cat. The minister's cat is a lonely cat. Oh, you fucked up. <laughs> what? You fucked up. You Joy- K? You- I'm on K? You miss K. Oh, shit. <laughs> See, exactly. So it's a... It's a- Oh, uh, okay, okay. Stupid game. Let's pick up from K. Let's pick up from K. Come oh, on, come fine. on. Got it. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Right. 
The minister's cat is a knowing cat. The minister's cat is a leering cat. The minister's cat is a mangy cat. The minister's cat is a Nathan cat. <laughs> the minister's cat is an other cat. The minister's cat is a purring cat. The minister's cat is a quiet cat. The minister's cat's a rambunctious cat. The minister's cat is a silly cat. The minister's cat is a turgid cat. The minister's cat is an underneath cat. The minister's cat's a vagina cat. <laughs> the minister's cat is a weary cat. The minister's cat is a xylophone cat. <laughs> the minister's cat is a yellow cat. The minister's cat is a zebra. <laughs> you fucked up. <laughs> that's, how, that's how the game X, ends. X, Y, Z. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how the game always ends. The minister's cat is a zebra. zebra. <laughs> okay, I can see fo- how that can be fun. We're you know what makes it now. not fun is that there's only two of us, so it's like very easy to predict. Actually... How could you not predict? Oh, I guess if you're... Okay, but the thing of these games, <laughs> the thing of these games, as, as why it's called it improv thing, is that yeah. you always want to listen to the person and I, not think ahead. That's true. So, like, I'm listening and waiting to hear what you're going to say and offer up Building. to me. Yeah, pretty yep, much. Yeah. yeah. On a related note, I started teaching improv to college students. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, let's talk about that. How's that been working out? Uh, it's, it's, it's been good, actually. It's been really interesting. So You should th- play some of these games with them. I will. <laughs> right, everyone, here's the minister's cat. Great. Uh, we actually did mind build. That was pretty fun yeah. um but yeah i'm teaching at my old alma mater I went back to la salle teaching uh improv uh the class is actually called uh mt shorts empty shorts because they're musical theater students from the mt department and we're teaching them how to do short film projects right so me and friend of the show Irwin uh, are taking our own batches and we're taking them from like uh Coming, starting from an improv background to then writing a sketch to then filming the sketch. How crazy does that feel? Because he used to be like your literal classmate. Yeah, now he's my teacher mate. That's that sounds so fun. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds like cool. A, that sounds like a lot of fun. Like I, I personally can't imagine like teaching in my alma mater because like Berkeley or well, oh no, <laughs> I'll never be good enough to teach at Berkeley. But in Barker, yeah, like holy shit, I would like kill myself before like why is that because like Your the students kids are assholes, are assholes. <laughs> right fair yeah no nah, my list kids are great i'm sure like yeah art students you know they're like you know mm, we care for you yeah and it, it, it's a really <laughs> that's, what they, that's, what, that's what they said as soon as we came in I'm like hi guys i'm your teacher john it's like thank you mr john we care for you and then my, my heart melted and it was great yeah, um it's interesting students because I have a decent amount of teaching improv under my belt. Now mm-hmm. it's been like two and a half years since I've been teaching pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. This is my first time teaching like actors. Right. And it's really quite interesting. Because like I, the people who come you to us for improv. You get to skip a lot of steps? A little bit, yeah. And not necessarily, that's not necessarily a good or a bad thing, but it's yeah. definitely a thing. Right. Like, because um, like, yeah, if you come to me to, to learn improv, a lot of people are trying to like uh, be more spontaneous, be more, um, you know. What, what's the kind of person usually that like comes to the improv, the regular improv class? Sure, sure, sure. There's like of all sorts, but like if you were to say like the average, it's like, you know, some uh, a guy or a gal mid-twenties, early thirties who've been working in business and want to like do something that's creative right, right. or want to put themselves out there, learn to be more spontaneous. So it's just regular Joe's off the street. You're absolutely. Not necessarily absolutely. getting like comedians or performers who yeah, want to learn. Yeah. Which is odd because when I was learning improv, everyone was a wannabe actor. Because mm. I mean, this was in New York, so that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, but I love it. I love teaching those people. I love bringing people out of their shell. But then, like, focus on the real performative aspect of it. Because these kids are like, you know, they're flying. They're going really quick. They're they're not hesitating. They all all that shit's taken care of, right? Obviously, just by their sheer personality mm-hmm. and the training they have. Uh, and I'm theater students in a class are just the most insufferable <laughs> beings. No, no, no. Theater students <laughs> together outside of class are insufferable. Yeah, I like, guess. We get it. It's wicked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But also just in class, you know, when like everyone's just trying to outdo each other, ah. like there's like that, like 
weird competitive thing that's going on mm-hmm. when it's like guys we're like that's fucking we're all like going for a grade here like we're <laughs> just, like, <laughs> oh, you're such a nerd yeah yeah but no it's it's been wonderful and it's cool to be like as soon as I stepped in and started talking, I'm like, whoa, I don't feel like a fraud, which was a nice feeling. Nice. It was a feeling I was afraid of feeling. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yeah. Did you ever think you'd be in this position teaching eventually, where you I, were once taught? I guess eventually, yeah. Nice. Uh, I'm glad that it's happening now. But you know what's nuts is that I'm actually older than most of the teachers when I was there. Really? Yeah, dude. Like We had like the most amazing teachers who were all in their like their early 30s. Uh, and they all like they were like geniuses and like that's what i'm working with now my 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 working process is like i'm nowhere near as smart or as talented as the teachers i had right but i can fake it okay i think but i also feel like you you you'll always feel that way because like when you were being taught by them 100 like you were the student they were the teacher yeah who's to say that like right now there's a student that doesn't look up to you and go like wow this person can improvise his whole life I can. <laughs> but actually, but I was going to say that actually, if you keep me just in the improv realm, I can 100% hold my own. I have no problem right. bridging that divide between uh, theater students and, and improv. It's really cool. So that's been enjoyable. Mm. I'm fucking exhausted, though, dude. Mm. I'm teaching like eight classes a week. Wow. But it's good. It's Jesus. enjoyable. Eight classes a week. I exaggerate. Um, <laughs> four, three, four, to seven classes a week. Okay. So there are three days where I'm tweaking twice a day. Is there like a limit to the number of people you can teach per class because mm-hmm, of COVID? Mm-hmm. Depending on the space. So at LaSalle, I only have seven students. But this is like class as usual, right? It's not like some kind of, some kind of summer course or something? No, this is class as usual. This is the 2020-2021 wow. semester just started. That's fun, man. That's pretty cool. It's it's good to have the energy, too, of like back to school and like... Yeah. Yeah. Young love. A little bit of that going on, I guess. Um, yeah, kids are different. I'm very, I'm so wildly curious, like about what of of like how, what school culture is now, like dude, I feel I'm just like so wildly curious because like we've spoken about this on the show before, but social media was not nowhere close 100%. to what it was when I was going to school, let alone you, because you're fucking old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, You'll never know what it's like to go to school without the internet. I know what it's like to read books. Yeah. I once had to write essays longhand. You had to flip a page. I did. Instead of just sliding Scroll. and scrolling. Yeah. Um, uh, but legit, dude, if you if you were to make like a stereotypical like Gen Zer voice and statement, you wouldn't be that far off. Because you're like, oh my God, I'm totally going to check this out on TikTok. I, it's something I heard. TikTok is huge. Like, no, I knew is, TikTok was huge. Yeah, it is. It's it's, it's but, massive. Yeah, in my echo chamber of life of people in their late twenties to thirties that I hang out with, TikTok's not a thing. <laughs> then I'm going to school and everyone's TikToking, and I'm like, no, oh, t- look at all your TikToks. Yeah. TikTok is a huge thing. It's it's definitely like the way a lot of people are consuming content right now, creating content. Um, well, yeah, and it's it's a lot of fun. It it gives a lot of power to the creators, which is great in the sense that like just their in app video editor mm-hmm. is great. It's fantastic. It's one of the best in-app video editors that existed for like any platform ever. I gotta so get I on think it. That's why people have been like, no, there's, there's tons of ways to like kind of get creative with it. Um, I mean, that's the point of this class, effectively, right? Uh, is that to learn how? First of all, for these students to like learn what is their creative drive, what are they interested in, how are they funny, and then make stuff. If this was a more cooler class, it would just be a TikTok class. Maybe that's what you're there for—for yeah. them to teach you. Because oh they were God. your teachers all along. Oh, 
my god <laughs> how fun would that be though like if you taught them how to just like be better performers and they taught you how to use tiktok Dude, like, there, it there, sounds like a movie to me there's uh, there's some kind of like really cool goodwill hunting yeah like in the gen z yeah dude <laughs> hey mr john <laughs> oh captain my captain whoa and I'm, i just did a whoa i don't know kind of, what does that mean listeners can't see it is that a challenge no it's like a it's like the thing <laughs> It's like a dance move. It's like the whoa, you, dude! You are losing it. Like I've accepted the fact that I'm irrelevant and I don't know these things. It's kind of sad to see you trying. Uh, or maybe I, you nailed it. I don't know. Hey man, that's that's the best I've ever done it. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know. Um, did, did you see that video that um, Paul Rudd did for wearing a mask in the U.S.? No, I didn't. What's it? What's that? It's. Um, it's like an exaggerated parody of pretty much like how we're talking right now. Okay. Um, but it was really interesting because I was watching the video and he was targeting like millennials. He kept using this joke like, hey, millennials. And then in the comments is a bunch of millennials going, wrong generation. We don't know what any of these words mean. Like what? So it's a Gen Z video like this. Check it out. Okay, let's, just play let's, it let's give it a little listen. Yo, what up, dudes? Paul Rudd here, actor and certified young person. A few days ago, I was talking on the iPhone with my homie, Governor Cuomo, and he's just going off about how us millennials need to wear masks because, get this, apparently a lot of COVID is transmitted by us millennials. No cap. So Cuomo's asked me, he's like, Paul, you got to help. What are you, like 26? And I didn't correct him. So fam, let's real talk. Masks, they're totally beast. So slide that into your DMs and twitch it. Vibe check. Yes, queens like ourselves. We want to go to bars. We want to drink, hook up, do our TikToks. I get it. <laughs> I'm not going to preach at you like some celebrity. Ugh. This is a combo where I talk and you shut up and wear your mask. Hello? Oh, hi, Billie Eilish. What's that? <laughs> Yeah, it just goes on like that. He just talks like that for like a good three minutes. I don't get it. Is that real talk of some generation or is that just made up nonsense? No, like the, he's saying like terms. He's just not using them properly on purpose. Gotcha. Okay, effect. I'm just checking. I'm just checking. But all those words are are used. I got the Yas Queen one. It's like, there's, um, I like Billie Eilish. <laughs> there's, I, I, I don't know how to use no cap and I feel like I don't want to. Like, Is that to do with capitalization? Um, I, 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 like, um, <laughs> I'm okay with being old. Welcome to North Korea. No cap. <laughs> Is a cap a hat that you wear in your head? <laughs> I truly don't know. Um, I think, uh, no cap might mean it's very good. Like it doesn't have a cap. It doesn't have a, a, uh, capacity. All right. To- Here we go. Urban dictionary. <laughs> Is it from a song? Um, the expression no cap is slang meaning no lie or for real. Okay. Got it. I don't get it, but I get it now. Um, I think it's fine. You know, like every sure. gen- every generation has their language. Every generation has like, yeah. the way that they speak. Yeah. How, like I don't care about being relevant. Yeah. It's yeah. just interesting because like, I guess we're both approaching the age where like that shift is happening. Where, yeah. Like, change that, that the global shift in terms of like what's in your, 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 your generation's lexicon. It's currently just like doing a tectonic shift and yep. there's no way to catch up with it. We are not the most recent if, of slang. If we tried, it would be horrifying. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. No cap. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <Queen. laughs> 
<laughs> Preach it, daddy. <laughs> I mean, zaddy. See, now I just feel like you're flirting with me. Uh, it's confusing. Um, yeah, I, um, in, in my class, uh, the first day when we were doing introductions, I asked everyone for their pronouns. Mm-hmm. That felt kind of cool. <laughs> it just happened organically. Yeah. <laughs> Like legit, I did you legit, actually? Like legit, I was like, "Let's did go." You, did you? Okay, wait. Hold the fucking phone. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't really planning it. I was, was. Was this like your version of like of like shifting the cat backwards and turning your chair around? No, Nathan. Like, hey, kids, what are your gender pronouns? Nope. <laughs> when I shared the fact that my favorite band was BTS, that's when I was sitting backwards on my chair and turning my cap around. No cap. Got it. <laughs> Are you, the, are, are you the cool teacher yet? One, 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 one student went, excuse me, who's your favorite? I'm like, I'm ready for this question. It's sugar. <laughs> and then my bias breaker is Jungkook. And they were like, <gasps> and then I was like, I'm with the kids. <laughs> no, legit, like legit. It was like, you're, you're, it doing, you're doing Irwin dirty. Your teaching, your teaching partner. Ah, Irwin's doing, yeah, he's, yeah. Not, he's old. Um, he's, <laughs> guy, guy who's six years, six months younger than me. You're um, trying to frame him as like the irrelevant one. Yeah, plus he's Muslim. So he's, he's what? <laughs> He's much more conventional than I. He's married. Um, anyway. He's not cool. Yeah, yeah. He's bald. Come on, kids. Um, no, but like literally, I just looked at these kids, and it's improv, right? So I was just in the moment. So I was like, "All right, guys. Hey, how's it going?" Um, I started all my class the same way. Let's go around. Let's just. Uh, can you please tell me your name? Uh, how to pronounce your name? How you like it pronounced? And um, I just looked at their faces. I'm like, and your pronouns. And it was like people were like, "Oh yeah, cool." Mm-hmm. And also like, "Yeah, we get it." Right. And they were all, you know, he's in him's and she's in hers. But if there wasn't, I'm, I'm personally glad that I gave that space. And I hope that's fully- no. It's it's good to see that like change because mm-hmm. to be honest, like we didn't grow up with that, and Absolutely. like and and I definitely found it difficult in in the beginning because you know when all of these conversations were happening, I was nineteen twenty around that age. Sure, like at, at an age where like you know a lot of things are changing, a lot of life is coming up, and all that. And suddenly there's this new thing that I have to like kind of wrap my head around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's nice to see that the younger generation are, is just taking to it yeah, like as a norm. Like it's, it's nice to see the change because like, I was very skeptical about it because it was like this new thing. And I was like, why, why are you infringing upon my concept of grammar? That's yeah. how I saw it very selfishly. It's like, why you got to do that? Why yeah. you got to make me work harder? Yeah. It was a very selfish thing on my part when <clears throat> really like the thinking was like, okay, how can I make life like slightly more tolerable for you because life has not been very easy for you probably and and it is a struggle too because i i know one non-binary person and like the pronouns is tough and they just use they and them Mm -hmm. um so it's like it's still really tough and i I struggle with it but i want to be i want to try harder you know what i mean um if someone came up to me and gave me a a made-up pronoun though like i'm a zur i'm like oh i don't know if i would what i would do i would just use your name all the time (laughs) Uh, yeah, I remember when like a friend of mine like st- started asking to be addressed as uh, like a we no them 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 and they them and they not we right that's weird that's like if that's the queen that's like if you're venom yeah or yeah or the <laughs> queen right the we feel that the royal we is that why they call it that yeah but you wouldn't say to someone hey where are we go-? you you say where are we going if we're going together <laughs> I guess yeah <laughs> wait that's yeah the pronouns are hard. Yeah, but yeah, you have a friend who who identifies as non-binary, and they prefer 
probably they them. Yeah. yeah. And it was just, it was tough. It was really tough because like, a part of me was like kind of upset. Like, just, oh, boy, why? You it's know? also, no, but for me, it's like grammatically difficult. Like if they're, if, if my friends are referring to this person and they're like, oh yeah, they're going to go. I'm like, who's they? Yeah. Like which multiple people? Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's one of those things where like it's, it's, it's on the human race to adjust and change. Exactly. As opposed to like constantly like, keep the walls up yeah. that have been built by previous generations. Like life is about tearing down those walls, yeah. breaking down those walls, expanding yeah. your boundaries. Blah, chicka, blah, blah. Dude, things change. So you got to evolve. No cap. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, this is fun. Uh, vibe check. Yeah. No scope 360. No. <laughs> 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 <sighs> Have you ever done a no scope 360 person who used to be a CS champion? Yeah, like a no scope 270. Mm, right. It's never good enough at gaming to do that. I don't get it. Are you supposed to jump, spin around 360 degrees, and shoot him in the head with no scope? Yeah. Or you do it at the same time? So it's essentially like, say, for example, you're jumping off a thing and you pretty much do a 360 spin, and without a scope, you kill shoot them someone. with one shot. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, or a quick scope. Quick scoping is more realistic. Come on. I've in no. Counter Strike specifically, I've never done either of those things. Yeah, no, I just don't have real. those abilities. Real. No, no cap. It's like <laughs> <laughs> I, I, can you just please, like, for a week of lessons, just like really try really fucking hard to like use new terms. How do I even begin? Like, where, where do I learn these? I guess like, from the Paul just, Rudd video, like just now, you know, like like where you're trying to incorporate, like just every day, like find a new term. <laughs> And just like try to use it as much as possible. And okay, try to, like get it right. But you have to come to school and like vlog me because that's too good not to like. It's like, hey kids, welcome. Um, let me take off this cap because I got something to say. No cap. Uh, <laughs> it's real important. <laughs> Drugs are bad. Uh, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I I I I've always wanted to like teach, but I also know that I don't have like the necessary. Um, skills or know-how to do so mm-hmm. and probably patience I'm not sure I'd like to think I have enough patience but I don't know I've, ne- I've never really like taught taught you know mm. but, yeah I mean it's not something that everyone can do to be fair mm-hmm. like I always had the suspicion that I'd be a pretty good teacher right um, just from day-to-day stuff right or like teaching people how to play a board game <laughs> I'm like oh I'm clear and I'm yeah. patient yeah but it's fun, and it's it. There's no joke. I mean, it's 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 no cap to say that <laughs> that when you teach something, you really learn how much you know about it and mm-hmm. how much you don't know about a subject. Right. But I think my knowledge of improv specifically has deepened considerably since I've been teaching it. Right. So yeah, maybe give it a shot. That's the thing. I don't know what I don't know, and I don't know what I know. <laughs> and that's the first part of knowing. That's the f- yes. Like the closest thing I came to teaching recently, I think I spoke about this on like a previous episode or something mm-hmm. like that. But like I went to the uh, the boys' home with Inch to do mm-hmm. like a songwriting workshop. But that was like <clears throat> I don't know. I guess that was fun and interesting and all that, like teaching a bunch of kids how to just like start the process of writing. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I'd be lying if I said that I knew enough to like really get into like exercises and specifics and yeah, how I mean, to do it. That stuff like, is actually kind of the, the, the annoying part, like yeah. the, f- the f- format of it and all. Mm-hmm. But if you like because you're, know you're, your shit you're, a little bit. Because your yeah. methods as a creative cannot possibly be applied to every single that person. That is correct. That's why a syllabus to a certain extent kind of exists. Correct. So that there's kind of like a paint, a broadly brush paint by numbers kind of thing for yeah. 
all the students to understand, and then you can get into the nitty gritty. Like. I think the main things is about caring, like caring that they they like. I love imp- I love theater. I love acting so much, and I feel I honestly feel that everyone would benefit from doing it. Mm. So that that's part of like my mission is to like right. go out there and spread the love and the joy and all that shit, the right. progress, and then just like yeah, patience. I guess you said, and like just wanting people to do better. You know what I mean? Mm. Teaching's fun. Nah, I'm surprised. Like, and I, I always, <laughs> I always had that whole. I think a lot of actors specifically have that whole thing of like, oh, those who can't teach, only people who like, no. don't make it. Well, I mean, even even I have that feeling, but like, I love it, which is stupid because I had such amazing teachers. That, yeah, you know, like for me, that's never really been like a thing because teaching is one of the most important things you can do. Yep. Um, it's because. There's a lot to the entertainment industry that can be very satisfying, very gratifying, can teach you a lot, and you can learn a lot and all that. But I'd be lying if I said that pursuing success in the entertainment career, it, it can be a very selfish pursuit. It can be a very like self-serving pursuit, yeah. especially if you're like chasing fame or chasing the numbers or whatever it is. You know, like It's essentially trying to get your name out there and like get some respect on your name, you know? And... Um, that can be a very self-serving pursuit. And I feel like teaching is the direct opposite of that. And to be a well-balanced like human being, I feel like you need to mm-hmm. have a bit it's of giving both. back. It's giving back, right, as well. Exactly. Because if it's just about you, 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 front and center, how can I put, push myself? How can I be like the star? How can I, you know, be the best thing? Like, that's why you teach. That's why you mentor. That's why like, you find yourself like trying to like impart the knowledge that you have accumulated and not be selfish with it. Because, especially in a country this small, you know, like yeah. in, in an entertainment industry this yeah, small, yeah, yeah. you kind of want to come up together. But it's also like the idea that like if, like, you know, music has done a lot for you and you love music so much and you want to spread, I'm sure you want to spread the joy of it, right? So. Yeah. Do it. Spread the joy and the late stage struggles of depression and identity that yeah. you will have <laughs> if sure. you pursue a career in the arts. Yeah. I definitely warn everyone. I'm like, you sure you want to be an actor? You sure you want to be an actor? Okay. All right, let's do it. <laughs> it's a tough life it's really not but it's 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 a weird life it's a weird life it's for a sure weird, weird holy life. shit I've been realizing lately that I've been very off my personal kind of creative rhythm mm-hmm. because it used to be I'd either travel for like leisure or work mm-hmm. as long as I traveled as long as I was able to step away from like you know this country um and get some distance from things. I was always able to have a very healthy creative rhythm. Mm-hmm. Be it overseas, on a plane, or like coming back and it's like new again. What do you mean by the way by creative rhythm? Just like, like being in a, allowing yourself to be in a mind space that makes you creatively yeah, fertile. Okay, Pretty yeah. much. <clears throat> because I've noticed that the last few months I haven't been writing as much as I usually do. And I really think it's like the lack of traveling mm-hmm. and i'm just trying to think like there has to be a solution to fix that that doesn't involve flying Nathan, on a plane you know what you gotta do you gotta go on youtube you gotta look up jalan jalan bersama marisa and you see what singapore's hidden gems have to offer did you know we have a goat farm <laughs> there's goats that you can feed Nathan. i've been to the goat farm you can sing about the goats what rhymes with goat moat kambing kambing here's the song i sing <laughs> You are something. You are not just mutton. Kambing. Kambing. Right there, we wrote a song. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you can write kids' songs. Like Johnny Karate. Maybe. Well, it's really just more so like 
it's been off. It's been off, and I think mm. a lot of it has to do with like the 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 change in rhythm that I'm only like a bit late. I know, but like mm-hmm. kind of like now internalizing a bit more because previously, or at least for as long as I can remember, I've always been fortunate enough to travel for work mm-hmm. be it short trips to china indonesia like taiwan japan wherever it is um but i'd be blessed to having these short trips that even though i was working on them i would be alone and i would be like in a different place and new environment and i'd be kind of just have a fresh perspective because of that solitude and that like unfamiliarity and not having that for the last six seven months um, it's definitely affected like my general creative rhythms mm-hmm. and it's a little bit annoying. And I think the best way about it maybe is just to, you know, have more newness in my life. I think I've I'm not, I'm, definitely I'm, sunk into a sameishness. I'm only kind of kidding, but like, yeah, if you like, I mean, how much have you journeyed out to Singapore and see what it has to inspire you? you know I mean, Pop our villa. Pop our villa. Yeah. I, I definitely don't do it enough. Like, I've been to tons of places here, performed and, like, mm-hmm. explored and been all over the place. But I, I definitely don't, like, say if I have, like, a free day, I'm not going to be, like, I'm going to go to Salitar and mm-hmm. check out the flats. I don't know. It's just not something I do. Um, but it could be. What are Salitar fl- what, uh, I don't what? know. I just made that up in my head. Yeah. It's not a real thing. It sounds like a thing. It sounds like a... No, it sounds like... Does it exist? Did I just, it did it I sounds just... like a salt flats. Of, like, that's what had to, in my head. It was, like, some kind of geological yeah yeah it's probably not <laughs> so there's just an air base I yeah think. but um you know what i have never done that i want to do what i haven't i'm such a huge world war ii buff but i haven't seen any of the world war ii stuff in singapore there's a bunch of like i know there's a bunch of stuff cycle nearby like yeah yeah like on the, the west right monuments. there's like there's like a hill where a bunch of like where they strung up some dudes the japanese soldiers did Poked him with bayonets. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you speaking like some kind of historical reenactor? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's like a bucket of some kind. They poked him with knives, they did. <laughs> <laughs> it's more Irish than anything. But yeah, apparently there's like um, near Alexander, there's some hill where like some soldiers made some heroic last stand. Bucket Mera? Not Bucket Mera. What is it? Uh, I forgot what it is. But yeah, some soldiers. Am I wrong? Am I like mixing stories up? Because Bukit Merah means Red Hill. Yeah, that's where the swordfish to... poked someone, right? That can't be a real thing, though. That's I mean, like, it's not a real thing. That's but... like some folklore shit, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm I... guessing it was called Bukit Merah before World War II, right? I have no idea. Yeah. I, 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 I'm pretty sure I learned all this in school. See, that's how ignorant we are. We're very ignorant. Yeah. But then, okay, tell me this: Why is Bukit Merah and Red Hill two different? things because one's english <laughs> <laughs> um i definitely learned this in school uh-huh. or at least l- learned the fo- the folklore and all that i just for- forgot it, it was something about swordfish right swordfish came something about swordfish and like bamboos yeah they ended up putting like like bamboo sticks to defeat it's the swordfish. swordfish yeah it's fucking crazy it can't be real and even if it were real it's not very impressive good job you one against fish. I mean, come on. Someone <laughs> sailed a boat, saw they saw a, t- a tiger, and now it's called Singapore. It's like, it's all fucked up. They said they saw a lion. That's what I meant. Yeah, it'd be more realistic if they saw a tiger. Yeah, sorry. That's that's what I got fucked up. Yeah. Lions are all in Africa. <laughs> so. And the US. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because, you know, I saw cat and cats on me or whatever. Mm-hmm. I saw a tiger. Those are tigers too. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> they're not lions. I'm I mean, sure they're lions. They're mostly tiger. I mean, it's, the show is called Tiger King. I know, but they have like big cats. 
Yeah. Was there? I don't remember. Man, remember when Tiger King was like the biggest thing? That's like at the start of the pandemic. Yeah, that's how far back you can remember. Yeah, the pandemic started with Lion King. No, okay. Tiger King. Tiger song, man. This year is so fucking, fucking surreal. weird. <laughs> like, what's surreal. going on? It's so fucking surreal that we're living through 2020. It's so yeah. strange. It really, really is. Like, like I think my grandkids will be like, Grandpa, tell me what 20... Why are they the old ones? They'll be like, Grandpa, what was 2020 <laughs> like? And I'll be like, oh, let me tell you something. I feel, I, feel like, I feel like the last few episodes could 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 like make a historical record of some kind of yeah. what, what earth was like totes po- post pandemic and things were never the same people are going to study this shit in like 40 years mm-hmm. it's going to be part of a textbook speaking of how fucked up um 2020 is like you okay when when Hayes comes to singapore nathan what's like an unhealthy uh score for singapore like in one, the, one, like it's usually around like two hundred, two hundred, like two hundred fifty. That's like scared. really bad, right? Yeah, people get really scared. You know what? It was in Portland the other day. Portland, Oregon, or Portland, yeah, Maine? Portland, Oregon. Okay, four hundred and sixty. That's like China numbers, dude. It's forest fires, fucking crazy. That's like China like apparently numbers all of San Francisco to Orla, or, or, to Portland is just orange. Were these the same fires that were started by yep. the by the gender reveal party? Congratulations, it's arson. Wow. Yeah, man. It's crazy because, like, Christ. if you think, like, what the first crazy fucking thing that I can remember of 2020 is the Australian fires. Yeah. Like, 2020 is so fucked up that it's repeating itself. <laughs> is it going to be a n- new pandemic? <laughs> Probably COVID 2021, baby. Jesus Christ. Like, before we can even recover. No, it's COVID 20. It would be COVID 20. COVID 20. Damn it. I know. Um, I mean, just don't don't have kids. Yeah, <laughs> they're all gonna be dead anyway. The world's gonna end in like ten years. <laughs> the rate where we're going, I don't know, man. It's it's like, is is this really the worst that it has ever been, or are we just more hyper aware and like, you know, are the TikTok kids also aware that the world is in a very very strange place right now, dude? The time, I World World War Two, because like like that was like the worst time. Because like a lot of times, like I think, has the world always been this crazy? It's just that when I was like seventeen and like you nope. couldn't give a shit and I wasn't nope. watching the news. Nope. So yeah, because because pretty... like, all right, all right, let's go let's go aspect by aspect. When was the last fucking world leader that was as crazy as Donald Trump? Saddam. Guess how bad is Saddam compared to Trump though? He wasn't publicly as bad. In private, yeah. he was arguably worse. But publicly, maybe not. <laughs> he was he was more low key with his with the things that made him a questionable human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, still doesn't hold a candle to Trump. And then, like, okay, medical problem, SARS. Because shit about SARS. Mm-hmm. You got to go back to the we Spanish had, we flu. Had, we had Ebola. We had uh, COVID nineteen, swine flu, AIDS, maybe. But even then, eh. Spanish flu, bubonic plague. Those are the three. Those are the Mount Rushmore of global medical things, right, I guess. Right. Um, what else is really bad? Killer hornets or whatever. Uh-huh. Chadwick Boseman dying. Like, there's so many things that are bad. Yeah. It's really a bummer. God, I swear to God, Nathan, if Dynamite didn't come out, I'd fucking kill myself. <laughs> that song is just a nonsensical, just an injection of no- of beautiful nonsense. Dude, 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 dude. Dude, 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 dude. 
You know, you know how artists do it. Like, like they like the people who write songs are BTS. They're like, here's the music. Let me put some nonsense lyrics on top so you have an idea how it could sound like. And they just took it, Nathan. They just said that nonsense you did. We're doing that with our accents. Just move right off the Well, I'm happy it's it's given you a reason to ray of hope to live. Um. I don't think I've heard the whole song yet. So good. <laughs> I've just heard... So great. Um, yeah. Ice tea and a game of ping pong. Ice tea's in the song? Nope, it's oh, a lyric. No. Damn it. <laughs> That'd be great, though. Don't be, be shocked. LeBron is also not in the song. BTS feet ice tea. <laughs> hey, yo. Ice tea. Jung Cook. See, I'm trying to do Dan Harmon's ice tea. That's the only, the only way you can access it. Father... Uh, I feel again. So, uh, do you have any recommendations before we close things off? Just listen to Dynamite on repeat. Yeah. Like, literally, when things feel sad, listen to Dynamite. But also, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is a great show. Ted Lasso is Oh, that's the one with uh, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, by by Bill Lawrence. It's from... uh, the guy who did Scrubs. Right. And the idea is like a couple years back, I, I forgot what it was for, but Jason Sudeikis played this character of like a like a stereotypical uh, Southern from the USA Southern American football coach. Right. Like the whole like, get them attitude and get off there. But like in the context of Premier League soccer, I think, oh yeah, it was when the Premier League came to America on NBC or whatever. He mm-hmm. filmed commercials. Like it was a real stereotypical guy, had like the visor on, the sunglasses, the big mustache. And they took that caricature of a character and made a show for him. Mm-hmm. And it's great. It's really good. I haven't seen so many Apple TV Plus shows because... We don't have Apple Plus? I have it, but I hate oh, yeah. it as a platform. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, it's, it, yeah. The UI is horrible. You just got used to it or use something like, else. You would think that Apple, the company that is like god of UIs, that they would kind of figure out a way to make it like somewhat accessible. That's but true. But it's very, very finicky. It's very strange as well, a platform. I, I have a year free because I got a new phone like Yeah, that makes year. sense. Um, but it's... And there's no geo... Things right, everything's available worldwide on Apple. Like whatever comes out on Apple, I have no idea. But people keep telling me about really good shows on it, like the Morning Show. Morning Show's okay, um, pretty good for all mankind. Uh, I started watching. I got very bored. Right, um, man. The space shows have been very disappointing. There's apparently, f- the the one with uh, the one on the new one on Netflix away. Is, yeah, I didn't like it. No, not good. You know why? My problem with it was is that the premise is is that there's f- one, two, three, four, f- five astronauts going to Mars. There is an Indian guy, uh, like a British African dude, Hilary Swank, uh, a Russian guy, and a Chinese lady. They're all going to they're all going to Mars, except they all hate each other and they're all not very competent. It's very frustrating. Oh. It's like it's not the show I want right now. Right. I want The Martian. Right. You know what I mean? And I feel like they try to get the solving. Martian vibes. Yeah, of like support and problem solving. They're trying to get those vibes, but they're like, oh, but we need ten hours, so let's make. Everyone's stupid. Yeah, let's make them not trust the commander, and let's make this guy fucking lose his vision. The Russian guy loses his vision, Nathan. No that spoiler. Kind of sounds exciting, not gonna lie. Yeah, check it out. It's fun. Like, space <laughs> stuff is cool. Um, yeah, but I love space stuff, uh, and I wanted a way to be better, and I watched it from beginning to end. And Did you ever watch yeah. The Expanse? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single episode. Was that good? Except for when they went on Amazon, then I kind of lost interest. Uh, but yeah, like the first season is like a little bit of a slog, but season two, no, but like the latter half of season one, all of season two and all of season three are fucking fantastic. Okay. Super good. I haven't really followed a space show since Firefly and um, now I can't even enjoy that. Jason Momoa just came out and said that this shit's real. 
Oh, shit. I mean, that's all he said. What? He was like, take it seriously. Oh, shit. It's dropped. Not really. It's like no- nothing new still. I know, but like it's there's more legitimacy behind it. You Jason know? Momoa hashtag supports Ray Fisher. God damn. Yeah, but Ted Lasso is great. <laughs> cool. Ted Lasso is good because it's it's the opposite of what Away is. It's like it's super like positive and it still has emotional heft. And it has, it's. I mean... There, it, of course, it takes place in a in an English soccer club. Like it's it's very interesting, but it's so, just really like nice. Jason Sudeikis playing a Brit. Yeah, no, Jason Sudeikis is playing an American football coach who got brought over got to it, coach got it, got it, got a it, soccer it, team, and it's it. it's really 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 quite nice. I, I'm surprised how much I like it. I'm curious. Ted Lasso <laughs> on Apple Plus. Um, one thing I've been getting into, not really recommendations, just more of like I, I, an admission of guilt, really. <laughs> um. um <laughs> I I I don't know why and I don't know how, but for like probably the fifth time in my life, I fell into like a rabbit hole of chiropractor videos. Those are are you are you watching the dude with the with the beard and the hammer? A bunch of different like the people. Thor of chiropractors. Oh, Bo Hightower, Doctor yeah. Bo. Yeah, Hightower. that's his yeah. name. Him and a bunch of other people. That guy's crazy. I just started watching these one night and I just went deep. And they're just you're just watching a guy treat people's pretty okay, much, interesting. pretty much. There's also a, a a bunch of it where it's like transformations. Mm-hmm. Like I said that word very strangely, um, where they do transformations for people, um, where they're like hunchbacked or like they just legit can't really walk properly or like they've had migraines for the last like three months or mm-hmm, something like mm-hmm. that. And he just goes in like fixes them, and it's all good. Like he does, he does. English rap? <laughs> yeah. Brap, 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 brap. Skid it, brap. He's good. Um, and also, like, occasionally, that, that Dr. Bo Hightower person, he he does a lot of um, adjustments for UFC, UFC fighters. People, yeah, I you to that, yeah. Man, it's so interesting. And it and, and it, it makes me want to get one as me well. Me too. Like, my whole body's been feeling tight, and I really want to go for an adjustment. Um, I want a dude to hammer me. I just want to go for like a very light adjustment, you know, get get the legs in, in order because I'm pretty sure they're uneven at the moment. Yeah, that's a hip thing. Yeah, exactly. Which is connected to the spine thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's some, for some reason, that's something I fell into this week. It is very satisfying to watch when he's like adjusting, adjusting, and crack, it's like, whoa, I'm so jealous. I think it's it's more like, it's not just the ASMR aspect to it because mm-hmm. there is definitely that ASMR aspect of like the crack and like, you know, but I think a lot of it is also like, because if you've ever gone for an adjustment or like a cracking, you'll know that it's like instant relief. The mm-hmm. moment you mm-hmm. that person goes in there, it just... I'm long overdue. Fuck. It's like... And then you just feel like your entire universe has shifted. Like, like, like your... The, your vision literally gets brighter. Yeah. You know what it is? It's like that Thai movie. Um, oh, that but? horror movie. No, that horror movie. Where they, Shutter. I think it's Shutter, but spoiler alert. There's, there's a ghost on his shoulder. It feels like you just had an exorcism and the ghost is off your shoulder. Yeah. That's what getting an adjustment feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying this just because my brother's a chiropractor and you should, yeah. if you're in the Philippines, check him out, Cancer Chiropractic over in Greenhouse. <laughs> is that for um, real? Is that the name of the practice? Cancer y- Chiropractic? Yeah, man. <laughs> what else would it be called? <laughs> I don't know. Like Peter's Chiropractic. My chiropractor. brother's name is Anton. And Chiroprankton. <laughs> Damn, we missed a beat there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, I think there's something about like knowing about that instant relief and then seeing someone experience that. It's like a visceral kind of like. It's it's like a reverse Schadenfreude. Right. Like I'm just I'm happy. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Because like I know the pain that you're experiencing and you see how they walk in and how they walk out of the, mm-hmm. the, the appointments and it's just like nice. Yeah. 
Also, was it Bo Hightower? He has the craziest thumbnails. <laughs> like, yeah, the expressions he gets on people, like, yeah. like a three hundred pound muscle dude just going ah. Yeah, there's also a, a really good one to watch is Doctor Ian. Doctor Ian, he's okay. an Australian or New Zealand, something like that. I yep. can't remember, but he's done many like major transformations. Mm. Like this one guy came in and like he was. Pretty much like close to walking on all fours because his oh, his hunchback was so bad. He was a young kid, Whoa. like in his early twenties or something like that, mm-hmm. or younger. And the guy just did a whole bunch of adjustments, popping here and there, like over he's a, three he's or a four sessions. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Over three or four different sessions, and by the end of the fourth session, he's literally just like walking upright. See, he's that's like really a, cool. He's like a foot taller. And Th- like, that's cool because you know the thing is, is that like a lot of chiropractors get a lot of like heat because there's some fucked up chiropractors out there that claim they can do shit that they cannot do yeah. <laughs> like they kind of like equate it with like it almost feels like ch- reflexology black like, magic yeah but honestly if they're talking about like spinal health and like you know like it's the that best. kind of shit like the legit stuff is legit yeah oh, oh 100% like the thing is that it there's tons of people that will debunk it because it's not like you know a science or whatever um like I don't know for, for me especially because it is one of the last lines of defense before surgery mm for me, that's where like a lot of the perks come in, or like a lot of its benefits come in. Because if you can do anything to avoid surgery, chiropractic, 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 chiropractic work is like one of the like less expensive and like crazier, like less drastic solutions. Yep. Um, I want to go for an adjustment. So bad. yeah, me too. Let's go right now. <laughs> really at ten p.m. Nah, well we can't. We can go to like a Thai person that'll probably do it. <laughs> that's the thing about it. They do the same thing in like Thai massages. They just didn't have to go to school for eight years. But then again, again, if you're in the Philippines, can't you a Give it to Google. I want to go to like a proper place though where they're going to mm-hmm. like, like do the Y strap and like... The what pull, strap? Pull my spine. A Y strap. I've never heard of a Y like strap. You put the thing on your neck and you support Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. You, like, you just lengthen your entire yeah, spine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I have an at-home thing you want to, if you want to try it out. A what? It, it's similar to what you're describing. Uh, You just put, throw it over your door now that I describe it, it sounds like how it Robin like Williams a, kills themselves. Yeah, it sounds like a uh, noose. But it's 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 like a neck cradle. Okay. So you can just hang out. It kind of just pulls your neck. I'm, I'm curious. In a while. Maybe you can pass it to me later. I'm yeah, curious. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, but yeah, go check out... <laughs> Ted Lasso and chiropractors. bone-cracking videos. I'm telling you, man. It's satisfying. So good. Like, especially like Bo Hightower's videos, like they are kind of like podcasts because he's like talking to them at the same time. Mm-hmm. He just did one of Action Bronson. Who's recently lost like fifty pounds or something crazy like that? Whoa. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that that was that was the episode. One three seven. One three seven. Hey, so what's your EP called? Oh, it's called Do Nothing Day. <laughs> Check it out. It's out on all platforms. Um, Woo. Yeah. Check out check out uh, John and John. I can't remember. Uh, Did we actually talk about it? I can't remember. Yeah, uh, more or less. All right, go listen to it. It's a fun yeah, one. Yeah. Um, yeah. That literally means hang, bro. Um, thank. Ah, fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> what a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang It's a good day for a good time with a good hang What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing 
It's a good day for a good time with a good hang.